1: All right, before we go any further, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. You guys, I've seen it on social media. You've been enjoying Boomer Jacks just like Brian Payton and I do, uh, and we love it. We love that you guys are tagging us in your photos out there, getting some of that ice cold beer or getting some of those fantastic wings. They have great wing specials. Tuesdays are half price bone and wings. Wednesdays are half price boneless wings. But the specials are great. The other days of the week too. It's not just about the wings. It's also about the drink special starting at three dollars. $15 buckets of beer. And that beer is some of the coldest you're going to find. They have wall-to-wall TVs, live music, great patio setups. It is just a wonderful atmosphere for whatever you're looking for. Whether that's, you know, happy hour with the co-workers, a place to watch the game with your buddies, or just somewhere to have dinner with your family. Boomer Jacks is your spot. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian. Next question here. This one uh, coming from. I just,
0: I just noticed something, Bob, on our on our our thing. I'm wearing my uh, I'm wearing the Tolo shirt today, the gold. Yes. One. Uh-huh. Okay, but you're like kind of LSU today. We got the we got the purple and the gold working today.
1: Well, too. I'm. It's not LSU. It's it's Yo MTV Raps. It's an old <laughs> '90s shirt. Uh shout out to uh homage who uh makes these old uh, nostalgia shirts that I love so can much. Can I
0: ask you can I ask you a real quick question then before we get yeah. going here? Yeah. Did Peyton Russell know what MTV was when when you had it oh
1: he'll know he'll he'll know what MTV he didn't know that. But, what, okay? So our producer here, Peyton Russell, he's also our producer on the morning show one he's
0: a great guy, great guy.
1: He knows he knows MTV. I would bet he doesn't know yo mtv raps, but the shirt we had asked him about was I was wearing my other homage shirt, which was Phi Slamma Jamma.
0: He had no clue. I heard that on the he radio. Had,
1: he had no idea who Phi okay. Slamma was. Which
0: right. is, if that, that was 40 on.
1: years ago, that was 40 years ago. I, I don't. I to, That's my I,
0: era, I man. I saw Phi Slamma Jamma play at LSU. In the I, they're,
1: they're legends. I love the shirt. It's one of my favorite shirts. All right, next question here from Kyle Stahl. What guards uh, do you think would be available in rounds two through three that would be quality starters? Assume Torrance and Avila are off of the board. This is not a very deep guard draft. It does not run very deep. And I think that's why, even though Avila may be more of a second-round player, I think that's why, if the Cowboys decided they liked uh, Steve Avila from TCU, yeah, I think there's a good chance that they approach it the same way they did, like for instance, with Sam Williams is Sam Williams worth the slot where we picked him in the second round? Maybe not, but we either have to pick between picking him a little early or not getting him at the next pick because we're in a purgatory spot where he'll probably go. Cowboys would probably look at Avila the same way. Is Avila the 26th best player in the draft? Probably not, but he may be 34 or 35. And so he'll get snatched up before we get a chance in the second round. So you'd either have to trade back or take him at 26. So that's that thought. In terms of, Second and third round guards, Andrew Voorhees from USC. Um, I mean, you could be looking at Jordan McFadden from Clemson. Brian, yeah. any targets for you?
0: Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that, and I'm sorry, but it's a, it's an LSU guy that have like in that third, fourth round area. Bradford. Yeah, and it's Steve Avilla is 6'4", 332 pounds. Anthony Bradford from LSU, 6'4, 332 pounds. You know, this guy is a massive, massive guard. And I mean, he's got the quickness. He could pull, he could get one block to the next. I mean, he can he single blocks, double teams. There's a lot of guys that 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 this is a guy that people haven't talked about a bunch, but when you start to talk to the scouts around college football Bradford is a guy that they that they bring him up a lot and so you know I just felt like they maybe need a little bit better finish but man the quickness he has for a big man I mean he could he could he could be a starter your team it's like a gap or a power team this guy's got that kind of size that strength to him so I mean you know, LSU, they ran the ball behind him, you know, with some effectiveness there. And I think he'll surprise you with his athletic ability uh, when you watch him play. So Anthony Bradford uh, from LSU, where do you have the, the North Dakota state? Um, uh, and I always mess up his, I always mess up his name.
1: I, I do too. It's Cody. Is it mock or I can't really, it's,
0: it's, it's got, it's I'm not. Yeah. It's, I always mess it up, but
1: I do too. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, yeah,
0: I, I need to listen to that closely. I don't think it's not mock. It's something else. And I'll. But anyway, though, people understand this,
1: Malk or my Ma, like I've heard it. Malk. It might Florida be milk, well. Is milk?
0: Mel- uh, yeah. But anyway, him. I know some people like Emil Ekior from uh, from yeah. Alabama. Uh, he was mm-hmm. the starter at right guard for the Crimson Tide, and. You know, he's like a 6'3", 314-pound guy. I don't know if he moves as well as the other guys that we're, that we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that that's fair. Um, I, uh, you know, and uh, I kind of referenced him there uh, a little bit, and I, I don't know how you feel about him if you've gotten a chance to watch him. Have you gotten a chance to watch Jordan McFadden yet from Clemson? I do, and
0: I have, like, Bradford
1: – Ekior and McFadden, those
0: are all guys that I had there like in the third round. McFadden, um, you know, that's a guy that was a he was a tackle. He was a tackle at uh at uh Clemson. And so mm-hmm. he's kind of projected into playing guard. Let me pull up my notes I got on him. But yeah, he's he's a guy that I kind of feel like that will that could be that. Uh, you know that you would have to maybe make a little bit of a of a conversion on right there uh, to kind of to kind of. I think that-
1: he's he's a guard he's a guard at the next level. Like I, I think that's where he's going to play. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I think he's I think he's good. Voorhees from USC. I I I, I don't dislike Voorhees as as a player. Well, can, I, but- can I
0: circle back? Can I circle back about McFadden here?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, thing, yeah. the
0: thing about Jordan McFadden from Clemson, and I'm just reading my notes, this guy's 6'2 and he's 303 pounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what I'm in notes say with he was a starter left tackle with Clemson, I think you're going to have to project him inside. You know, it's very rare you see him put a hand on the ground. Everything is done from a two point stance. So it's like good pass set, and then he will, you know, stay. He'll struggle to stay a little bit upright and balance. So I kind of felt the longer that he had the block, the tougher it was to complete because I've, he's a shorter guy and I've seen like he, North Carolina state floor state. I've seen guys grab him and jerk him forwards and he doesn't yeah. have that length to kind of keep those guys off him. So I, 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 you know, I, I think that, I think he's a, I think he's a good player, but I just think he's, Shorter and not an ideal height for what you'd want uh, playing play in that position.
1: Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with tensel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments, and it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift, Hannah Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Now, Voorhees, a guy who will uh, project as a guard at the next level as well uh, from USC. He's 6'6", but he comes in with 32-inch arms. Uh, The only problem with Voorhees, and I think there are aspects to like about him, and I think he's a really solid player, um, I don't totally know how he's going to hold up with some of the power on the interior right Uh, I I think he'll he'll give up some he'll give up some push um and I think that for being his size and a lower I mean he's 6'6 3'10 I wish I saw better foot quickness footwork especially getting to the second level on some of those linebackers and things like that I don't think you always see that. And, and in, in, in today's NFL, that's the problem with a lot of these guards we're talking about here, Brian. In today's NFL, we the guards got to get up to the second level. Like, they yeah. need to get there and they need to pick off those linebackers. And that's what's the problem with Torrance and some of these other guards that we've talked about in terms of I don't know how easily they're going to be able to get up to that second level and be that athlete. I think the Cowboys think Avila could. I, I think while well, he's not like a superb athlete, I think the Cowboys think he's got enough there that he'd be able to, to move effectively.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you on that. I do. Uh,
1: next question here. Uh, let's go with John. Uh, John is asking which players, if any, would you be all in on trading up for in the draft? Brian, you, you got anybody that you, you really have a tough time passing them up if they slid into a specific range. (sighs)
0: You know what? I'm I'm kind of into that point right now where I'm just more willing to sit there and let it happen. So it's a terrible thing to say, but because I'm I'm looking I'm looking at my board and would one of these corners interest you at all? Like what I kind of feel like in a mock draft we did yesterday. Uh, on dallascowboys.com Witherspoon the corner from from Illinois uh, Illinois got close to you you know and I wonder if you would consider that I think that one of the corners would you trade Smith and jigba seems like a guy that's gonna go,
1: I'm not, I'm not, not going earlier. Any, I'm not going up for any of these receivers.
0: And that's what I'm saying. I I'm having a, I'm having a really hard time.
1: Let me, let me suggest a name to you that we wouldn't, I, I don't think you'd be thinking about in this exercise, but I'm just curious because maybe, you know, stranger things have happened. What if you get to pick 12, 13, get around that territory? What if Tyree Wilson still hasn't gone?
0: Well, he's my number one defensive end because I have or edge. I have him over Will Anderson. I have Wilson, Anderson, and Murphy as my would top. It, what,
1: okay. Would it interest you to know that with a limit of only forty-five, them? Would it interest you to know that the Cowboys did use one of their formals at the combine on Tyree Wilson? Yeah, mm. he gets to twelve to thirteen. Maybe well, he,
0: he fits. He fits. He fits in my. I wasn't thinking that he was going to be there, Bobby, but...
1: I don't think he will either, but
0: he's got... If, a- I think if one of these guys slide... Okay, let me tell you who I think are slider guys. Let me think who I think are slider guys. I think that... I think that... I think Johnston from TCU could be a slider. Yep. I know the Robinson and Gibbs I know are the running backs. I... Robinson could be a slider just because of the position,
1: right? I think I think I think Jameer Gibbs is absolutely at your pick at twenty six.
0: I, I, there's no question. I think he's I,
1: I think Robinson's the one that it's it's probably not, but not impossible.
0: See, that's what I'm saying though. Could I, I think if there's going to be a slider, it could be one of these wide receivers, it could be the running back, and it could be one of these corners. That's kind of where i'm at on
1: the potential let me let me let me throw you i want if i get a
0: slider if i get a slider that means that i might want to go up to make a small move that's why i'm talking about the slider because Mm -hmm. i might want to make a small move to go grab a guy that's sliding is what i might want to do
1: so let me throw another name at you then when it comes to these sliders a blue star special if teams get concerned and it gets to pick 13, 14 and Jalen Carter's still there, would you be willing to do that? And, and how much, how much on your willingness to do that, would you be relying on people, not even on the scouting staff, potentially maybe other people insecure. (laughs) Uh,
0: We used to get in trouble in that a lot. When I was at the Cowboys, that was a, uh, I'll never forget just
1: just on the game. just on the field. Just on the field. Is he the best player? The, yes. uh, yes. on, is he yes. is he the best player? I had I, I had heard from two different personnel people in the last few months told me that just as a player, Jalen Carter's arguably the best they've scouted. They, see,
0: that's that's they, the thing, Bobby. I, I don't see even with the off-the-field stuff, I don't see him getting out of the top 10. You know, that's that's kind of how I'm
1: now. Todd McShay, not, Todd McShay put him all the way to like 12, I think, in his last mock.
0: Yeah. Well, so, McShay, a, I'll say this for McShay. Now, now, McShay
1: now, now, was
0: the first one. McShay was the first one that said, Hey, you better dig in on this guy. And what do we start to hear happen?
1: I think, I think, I think publicly he was. I think you and I talked about this all the way back in September, though. Right. I, I, th- I think I, we knew about that there needed to be a dig in on, on Carter because yeah. I think we talked about it all the way back in September. I had,
0: I had two scouts, Bobby, text me when that whole thing went down about at the combine and mm-hmm. him having to fly back to Athens and then come back. I had two scouts tell me, text me, told you, see it, told you, you know? <laughs> I had two, I mean, in like, that was it. Like told you, you know, and I'm like, okay. So I, I think going from, I think going from 26 to 13, we have to figure that out. But for a player like that, if, if that, if that got close enough to me, I'd sure have to consider.
1: Which concerns you more? The off the field stuff with Jalen Carter or the fact that when it came around to his pro day, he put on nine pounds from the combine, couldn't finish the positional drills, and didn't do any of the athletic testing. Is that a bigger red flag to you yeah. than off the field stuff? And is that are yeah. those work ha- those work habits combined with the off the field, is that enough to potentially push him to a 12? That yeah. had to scare teams. The Georgia Pro Day had to scare teams
0: he looked, he looked like me running around them. (laughs) You
1: know, if
0: I took my my shirt off and was running around those bags and bending over and that, that looked, I, I, I know that feeling, bro, but (laughs) I'll I'll say this though. I really, I just think people are going to look at that tape. I think they're going to look at that tape and they're going to, they're going to just, they're going to turn a blind eye they're just going to turn away and they're going to draft him off that tape. If he if he slides, if he slides, you know, I think you have to do something. I'll tell you this though, Bobby, if I was running a pro personnel department for a team and they they put me in charge of the mock draft, I would do a scenario where he got close enough and he, you know, you know, like okay, maybe a, a Laramie Tunsil kind of a fall. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. From,
0: from top three to 14. Right. You know, I think I would do a scenario in, as a mock draft with our group and practice him sliding down close to you because people don't want to mess with the off-the-field stuff.
1: It's at so, least a scenario that you'd have to I consider. think you'd
0: have to practice that scenario, what we would do in that in that case.
1: You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.